William. Three months had passed with no word from him at all. She'd meant to stop at the waterfall. Instead, she left her basket on the stone shelf and, gathering her petticoat, began the rocky climb to the little cave behind its rhododendron screen. Two hawks had discovered the cave when they were still children. One of those times he'd waited days for her to cross the creek and find him. So much waiting. Anna pushed aside the boughs shielding the cave's narrow mouth. Sweeping her heavy braid over her shoulder to prevent it snagging, she slipped inside, reminding herself that these weeks of waiting, for two hawks, papa, news of William, paled before the years of waiting two hawks and his parents had endured. Inside the chill cave, light filtered through rock fissures in a ceiling high enough for her to stand erect. Looking around, she felt a rush of disappointment at its emptiness. What had she expected? Two hawks had never left behind evidence of occupation, save the blackened spot where over the years he'd built small fires. Not even his presence lingered. Jonathan? The cave's confines muffled the name Two Hawks had taken at his baptism when he was just fifteen. She waited, hoping, but there was no comfort here. She was turning to leave the forsaken little cave when a clatter of pebbles without reached her ears. Bear's heart? She sprang back from the cave's opening with a shriek, as startled as if the rattling stones had spoken her name, the name two hawks had given her. Then she tore her petticoat and lost her cap in the rush to get out into the chilly morning, where two hawks crouched among the rocks, peering in at her. He stood as she launched herself into his arms, arm, rather, the other held his rifle, the butt of which he planted among the rocks to brace himself. She leaned back in his embrace, taking in the sight of him, dark eyes alight with pleasure in her eagerness to greet him, long black hair shiny even in the dimming mist, skin bronzed from the sun, and his mouth wide and supple and smiling down at her. "'How did you know I'd be here?' He nodded toward the waterfall below. I saw your basket. I knew it did not bring itself to this place. Clever. She cupped the back of his head, pulled his face down and kissed him, too happy for restraint. She felt surprise jolt through him before he returned the kiss, his mouth warm and urgent. Her thoughts spun away in heady delight that he was there, holding her, until he pulled back from their embrace. In his eyes was a struggle. You know we cannot do this. We agreed we would not. Not under Papa's roof. She reached for him again, heart pounding with wanting and warning. We aren't under his roof, we're under God's sky. Anna Catherine. 
Two Hawk's protest faltered when she smoothed her hand over his chest, warm under her palm, even through his shirt. He closed his eyes as though reaching for strength. They'd had need of strength these past months, with Two Hawk's parents living at the farm while Stone Thrower's leg, broken by a musket ball, healed. The strain had been almost unbearable before Papa left to answer the call for carpenters at Skeensborough. Worse for Anna was his censure of her love for Two Hawks. Unwisely voiced the night she confronted him about William's true identity. They'd steered clear of the subject since, but Papa's disapproval had been so thick before he left that Mrs. Doyle might have sliced it and served it up for supper. She struggled to keep her voice light, teasing. I've missed you so. Have you not missed me? Two